0: Welcome to Good Faith Reads. I'm Johnny Pierce, Executive Editor and Publisher for Good Faith Media. Good Faith Reads is a short podcast released twice a month in which we focus on one of our book authors at Good Faith Media. We've published well more than 100 titles under our Nurturing Faith book imprint, and we invite you to check them out at goodfaithmedia.org bookstore. Our guest on the podcast today is one of our very own, Tony
1: Cartledge. Welcome, Tony. Hi, Johnny. It's great to be with you today and uh, with whoever else might uh, choose to be listening in. Well, for many years, Tony and
0: I have been friends and colleagues. I recall well our meeting at a restaurant somewhere in South Carolina long ago to discuss your becoming a part of what is now Good Faith Media's Nurturing Faith Journal which I have edited for 22 years. And we have shared a lot of those years. It was about 11 years ago, I believe, that I asked you to consider writing a weekly Bible study curriculum to be included in the journal with teaching resources available online. And you agreed. Did you have any idea what that would involve and where it would lead?
1: It, yeah, you caught me at a weak moment, and uh, I, I tend to, uh, to be a softy. So, yeah, I did agree. I did not realize at the time quite how much it would involve. Uh, it was a new idea, uh, the idea you had of uh, basing a curriculum uh, on the lectionary uh, in, a, in a journal that appealed at the time, at least, mainly to Baptists. I didn't know how popular it would be, whether uh, it would be something readers wanted or how long it would last. I also didn't quite realize how much time it would take uh, with all the online support materials and videos. Didn't realize that my dining room would occasionally become a studio. Uh, but here we are, uh, 11 years and a little bit later, going uh, after going all through almost four cycles, full cycles of the lectionary, and we're still going. Well, one place uh, it led was to the
0: writing and compiling of this new expansive resource called Nurturing Faith Commentary that we want to talk about today. How do you describe this 12-volume set that was just launched by Good Faith Media?
1: Uh, the, the first word that comes to mind is massive Uh, As you mentioned, it's going to be 12 volumes. That's four volumes for each of the lectionary year, or 12 in all, and it will have a commentary for every text for every Sunday that you can possibly come up with uh, in the lectionary. Tony, when you say it covers every
0: text in the three-year lectionary cycle, what does that mean, and why are there more than
1: 52 lessons for each lectionary year? The primary reason there are more than 52 Sundays is that we are not writing this for a particular calendar year. It has to be uh, it has to include every possible Sunday for any possible calendar year. Uh, as we know, the date for Easter moves around based on, uh, actually based on pa- when Passover comes, when Easter comes. And so Easter may come early or late. If Easter comes late, then we have more Sundays in the season of Epiphany. If Easter comes early, we have more Sundays in the season after Pentecost. So we have to add in, Uh, about four extra Sundays to allow for that. In addition, uh, Christmas, for example, the lectionary provides three full sets of texts in case you were having a Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, and Christmas evening uh, service. So I'm covering all of those. Palm Sunday has two sets of texts, depending on whether you want to focus on Palm Sunday or focus on the Passion. Um, Other Sundays, like New Year's or Epiphany or All Saints Day, may sometimes occur on a Sunday, and so I cover those texts, with the result that uh, we end up with uh, about 61 Sundays per year to cover, and by the time we get all the optional texts for the season after Pentecost, uh, we end up with about 302 uh, potential uh, texts for every year. Wow, that really is much more
0: extensive than doing 52 lessons times three years. But boy, what a great resource for those who teach and preach the lectionary, no, from the lectionary text, no matter what year it is, they won't have to worry about going to this resource and not finding uh, the lesson that that they are seeking. Um, That's an impressive amount of work, and no wonder it will take 12 large volumes to complete the set. Tony, how about telling us about the set sponsorship, when the volumes are available, what kind of deal is being offered now, and how listeners can get this superb teaching, preaching, and learning resource.
1: One of the models we use at uh, Nurturing Faith with our books is um, we, we like to encourage people to invest in the project, and that keeps the cost of the books low. Uh, a set like this, uh, ordinarily one, uh, one volume could cost easily uh, $65, $70 or even more if you've priced any college textbooks lately. Uh, but uh, we were very fortunate uh, that uh, Bob and Pat Barker, two friends of mine who are former, um, who are currently members of Woodhaven Baptist Church, where I uh, used to be pastor and who are also big sponsors of Campbell University, agreed to, uh, to sponsor the uh, Nurturing Faith Commentary. So they provided, are providing a gift of $60,000 to help us be able to uh, produce to cover the production costs of the commentary so we can make it available to people uh, at a much less expensive price. And that's what we want to do. We want it to be useful and uh, easy for people to obtain. Uh, volume one is out already. It uh, came out August 1st, Volume and the volume one covers um, Advent, the Christmas season, and the season of Epiphany up to Uh, the Day of Transfiguration. Uh, So volume one is already out, so people can get that in time for their planning for that part of the season. Volume two, which covers uh, Lent and Easter up to the Day of Pentecost, will be available beginning September 1st. So those volumes are uh, very, uh, one's available, one is very close. Volume three, we hope will come out sometime in the neighborhood of Christmas or New Year's. And then Volume Four will follow shortly after that. And then, if I can maintain uh, my writing, uh, Volumes for Years B and C will follow uh, over the next couple of years uh, on something uh, on a similar schedule. The uh, we've currently set a price of thirty dollars per volume for these, with a special introductory price of twenty-five dollars until January 1st. And because we are hopeful that people who will find this useful and they'll want to get the entire set and we want to give them a break on that. So if someone uh, commits to buying the entire set, uh, they can lock in a price of $25 volume, even if the price goes up later due to increased printing costs or something like that. And the way it's handled is that when they order it on the website, they sign up uh, to receive each volume. And then as each volume is made available, they'll get an email with a, with a code that gives them the discount so they can order the volume at that time and uh, get it at the $25 price.
0: Well, that's quite a deal, and we appreciate the Barkers uh, supporting uh, this project. We'll be right back with more Good Faith Reads.
1: Hi, I'm Tyler Tankersley, Senior Pastor of Ardmore Baptist Church, and we invite you to join us for our newest podcast called Speaking in Parables, where we explore the stories that Jesus told and how to apply them to our lives today. You can find more information at arkmorebaptist.org slash speaking in parables.
0: Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today we're joined remotely by Tony Cartledge, author of the new Nurturing Faith Commentary from Good Faith Media. I'm Johnny Pierce. Tony, what is it about the Bible that fascinates you to the point of earning a PhD, teaching Bible classes in divinity school and in so many churches, and then writing weekly Bible studies as well as producing this new, very expansive
1: resource. Well, mainly because uh, the Bible has been part of my life for most of my 70 years. Uh, from the time I learned to read, I was being encouraged to read memory verses in Sunday school and, um, I remember reading the Bible through uh, before I reached the sixth grade and then uh, probably doing it another couple of times with some self-assigned Bible uh, reading. Um, I grew up in a church, as most of us did, that was fairly conservative, uh, and had some preconceived notions about the Bible that uh, every word in it uh, had to be had to be true and, Reliable in every way, but even early on, I noticed that sometimes there were discrepancies, and sometimes it appeared the Bible might even disagree with itself. Uh, I wanted to dig deeper and learn more. And when I uh, felt called uh, into uh, ministry, uh, I tried to study even more. Uh, I was called to be a pastor at when I was 20 years old, which is way too young to be a pastor, although the, the advantage I had was that I knew everything when I was that age. But the more I served, the more I realized I didn't know. I took correspondence courses from the old Baptist uh, Sunday School Board while I was serving the first full-time church that I served, and uh, did all right with Greek, but, you know, it's kind of hard to learn Hebrew by yourself. I finally decided it was time to go to seminary. So I came to Southeastern Seminary uh, in 1979, in the days when it was a very different school from now, and I felt like I had come to Camelot. Uh, I was uh, able to see uh, a new way of looking at the Bible, to read it both respectfully and critically, to uh, understand more about the context in which it was originally written, and to uh, to apply that appropriately uh, to our modern world, and that really opened my eyes in so many ways to a, a, a deeper and better understanding of the Bible, at least in in my opinion, and I took a great deal of delight in sharing what I had learned uh, with my congregations as a pastor, uh, and now in writing uh, both uh, For many years, I wrote uh, sort of the uh, commentary to go with the Formation Sunday School lesson, including in uh, Baptist Today in the old days, uh, and uh, in writing the Nurturing Faith curriculum now, in in writing books, in uh, my work as a professor, uh, and now as uh, writing this commentary is, is largely an effort to share some of the things that I have learned about scripture and what I believe to be uh, a proper way of approaching it, uh, both uh, critically and respectfully. Well, we appreciate both your sharing those gifts as well as the way in which you
0: do that. Um, Who do you see as the audience for this new expansive commentary? And how would you describe your writing approach to serve this audience?
1: I think the people who will find this most helpful are going to be uh, pastors or ministers who uh, preach uh, frequently and who use the lectionary, because it'll be a handy resource as they're preparing to preach. Uh, in one volume, they'll have a commentary on every possible text for a given Sunday. Uh, the limitation is that it's, it's all written by one person. Uh, the upside is at least it's consistent. Whether you like it or not, it's it's going to be pretty consistent. I do rely on other commentaries when I'm writing. It's not all just my ideas. Uh, as I write, I tend to consult four to five, maybe six, uh, other commentaries. Sometimes I will cite them specifically, and uh, at other times, uh, you know, I gather material that's of uh, common knowledge and don't necessarily. I don't footnote everything, although you do find frequent citations. In the work, I think is primarily uh, useful to those who are going to preach often. I think it can also be very useful for teachers who uh, teach from a curriculum that uses the nurturing faith, uh, or that uses the lectionary. Now, somebody who uses the nurturing faith journal uh, curriculum might not find it that much better, because I wrote both of them, and they're probably going to be pretty similar. But if somebody, say, is in a Methodist or a Presbyterian church and they have denominational literature that follows the uh, lectionary season, they might appreciate having an additional commentary on the text that uh, that they can turn to. One other thing about it that people might find helpful is that I expand many of the texts. Uh, as you know, if you're familiar with the lectionary, the committee that chose the text often chose them for liturgical readings more so than for expounding in a sermon. And as a result, there's a lot of picking and choosing and skipping over hard parts and taking the first verse and the last three verses of a psalm. And uh, I don't find it very helpful for Bible study or commentary purposes to do that. So often I will expand and do a broader uh, set of verses to uh, so that we can have a, a larger uh, context of the ser- of the of the text. In Psalms, for example, uh, there may be one psalm, uh, Psalm 34 is a favorite, in which three or four times during the lectionary cycle, they will choose different verses from Psalm 34 uh, and use those as a reading. Well, Psalm 34 is not that long. And so the commentary I write is for the entire psalm. And then it will obviously appear more than more than once. Uh, but it will it will give people more more context than what they would typically get just from the uh, comment from the lectionary lesson that they may have.
0: Let me remind our listeners that at Good Faith Media, we're always accepting and considering book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell books on a variety of topics. So if you have a book proposal that you'd like to run by us, just head over to goodfaithmedia.org bookstore for more information. As you know, Tony, Good Faith Media uses the tagline, there's more to tell. In your case, there's also more to write. You started this project during a sabbatical from your other job, your teaching job. So what's ahead and how does your well-disciplined work progress with all the other things you are balancing?
1: Well, what's ahead is at least two more years of devoting every spare minute to completing the uh, volumes for year B and year C. Uh, I'll be sending in the manuscript for volume four of year A uh, this week, and um, will be uh, very busy during the next two years completing the project. Fortunately, uh, I was able to do a lot of work during year A in terms of sketching out uh, the the basis for years B and C. And since some of the texts are used multiple times, hopefully it won't take quite as much time as it did for year A. But over the next couple of years, I plan to to be finishing that. And after that, uh, who knows, maybe, maybe I can even finish that novel I started about 10 years ago.
0: Well, we hope so. Uh, let me remind our listeners uh, that ordering the entire set now guarantees a discounted rate and you will receive each of the 12 volumes as they come out. The covers have been designed in a really excellent way in which once those 12 volumes are on your shelf, you will know exactly which volume you're looking at. We have color-coded the uh, uh, different uh, years of the electionary uh, cycle. So it's really a great resource that people can get in on right now. Well, thanks, Tony, for talking with us today. We're very excited about this project. We appreciate the significant time and gifts that you bring to it. And I will remind you that more than a decade ago, I asked you to do the weekly Nurturing Faith Bible Studies inside the journal. But keep remembering this big old project was your idea.
1: Yes, it was. I admit it. I just figured as many of these lessons as we'd already written, I might as well fill in the gaps and, and do the whole thing. Well, thanks everyone for joining us for this
0: episode of Good Faith Reads.